Welcome to the Fulfilled Musicpreneur Podcast. This podcast is for you if you are a Christian artist and you want to grow your listeners, make greater impact, and grow your business. Meet your host, A.B. Ogini, a lifelong singer, pediatrician, recording artist, music business coach, and founder of the Fulfilled Musicpreneur Academy. I hope you had a good day. I had a lovely day. I'm still at my speaker training with amazing businessmen and women who are here to learn how to grow their business. It's been amazing. I am absolutely excited about the possibilities, what can happen. I am, hi Karen, um, networking, getting to know people who have been to work with people in the future and even coming up with new new ways to bring in income. <laughs> um, do you know, I love that scripture that says, God gives us power to make wealth. Mm, 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 mm. So, <laughs> when you get a new strategy on how to make more wealth, for, you, for yourself, for your family, and for the kingdom? Who do you think that's coming from? Comment below, comment below. Who do you think that's coming from? <laughs> All right, I just wanted to come on today just to do my weekly um, Thursday mentoring um, session. And I thought I was gonna share a story because um, Um, I had an interesting weekend at work and it just got me thinking that life can be so unpredictable. Um, So yeah, I was working um, the night shifts this weekend just gone by and I remember seeing a patient um, talking to her. She came in with some breathing problems. Um, She had started to be treated. She was responding okay chatting to her mom, we're even bonding over like our kids and (laughs) sort of breathing difficulties that they both have and things like that. And as the morning went on, she fell asleep, but then we noticed that she wasn't responding the way she should. We were keeping an eye on it. And then the morning team came and we organized, had to have more investigations. So all of that was happening, but she was stable. And her mom was also uh, a medical professional. So she sort of knew when she should worry, when she should wait, you know. So I had gone to hand over to the day team and we were talking and there were a couple of sick ones on the ward. So I was sort of going back and forth to make sure the kids were all right. And then the nurse in charge just came over to us and said, Abby, I need you in the room right now. So I went to the room um, and I knew what room, when he mentioned what room it was, I knew the patient. So I told the team, okay, this is one of the patients I'm worried about. So I went in, we were going to give some nerves to help her breathe better. And in the middle of all of that, she just kept getting worse and worse and worse, really struggling to breathe. And we have to put out a resuscitation call. And when that happens, lots of people just descend on the patient. It can be quite scary for the patient and for the parents. 
Um, but when you're really worried about a patient, that's what you need. That's the best thing to do. So we got lots of people just start to arrive start to arrive and i'd already told the day team and the consultants what was going on so they sort of knew so lots of people were coming and and then she was like um the ninth team can go home i was like are you sure you don't want me to to be around to handle reagan she was like no it's fine go home um and honestly it just took me by surprise <laughs> when I came at night when I came back for the next shift the day people kept saying are you all right because <laughs> you went off at a very tricky period we hope you were able to re- I was like I know that I did all that I could um but life can just be so unpredictable you know you come in with a symptom and before you know you know your child is literally just getting worse right in front of you and that can happen to anyone how unpredictable life is and i just thought that it was a, a mixed bag right that we are, are the ones that see that and we are the ones that have to step in to save the life of patients that we see when that happens um and that, and how that thankfully a lot of the times we are successful so this patient um had to go to pq um, last I heard she was in PQ. I've, I've not been at work all week. But essentially, what a shock to to the parents, you know, having to see something like that. Um, but then it also got us, it also got me thinking that actually I don't only save lives as a doctor. You know that can be quite dramatic at work and and we see that often but actually there are times when people have come to the very end of their tether and it's your music that saves them i've heard stories i've heard stories where People said they were going to take their life. They heard a song and that saved them. I heard a story of um, a speaker. He's a Christian. (laughs) He's a Christian, he's American, and he put on a training event um, online to teach about speaking. And it was just amazing because he, he was marketing to everyone, Christian or no Christian. But then he would be like, say thank you, God, in the chat. <laughs> it was just like, oh, it was so funny. He was like almost preaching while, while he was doing his um, training. But he, he said a story that really stuck with me. He had been invited to speak and it was for free. He'd been invited to speak in this school because the teachers had said, you know what, we've heard you speak. We know that you can inspire students to be the best they can. We really want you to speak at our school. We don't really have the money right now, but we can pay installmentally um, out of our own pocket. So like three teachers had come to him and said they will take out of their own salary and pay him installmentally over the next several months. And I was like, wow, okay, do you know what? I'm going to gift you. I'm just going to come and speak for free. You keep your money. I know you're underpaid and under, you know, overworked, underpaid. And he did it. 
and he said at the end of his talk there was a girl who was crying uncontrollably and they had come, come to him to say that someone wants to see you um, she wants to have a word but this girl was the one who wanted to see him and she was in tears like flood of tears couldn't stop crying and they waited they waited, they waited for her to, to calm herself <laughs> and she eventually stopped and was able to talk and she said she had been going out of school to take her own life um a close friend of hers had passed away and this was someone who she was relying on a lot and she had come to the end of a tether she was leaving school to take her own life but a teacher caught her leaving and brought her to the meeting and she started to say to him that you saved my life hearing what he said literally saved my life um and she was echoing some of the things she said back to him she was inspired she was fired up and he was like wow <laughs> he said that was actually a turning point for him because he went home and told his wife that he he, he thought um he was being pulled into doing speaking full-time and he should quit his day job <laughs> Yeah, he was a little bit worried about what his wife will say, but she agreed. Um, but what a story. What a story. And I've heard, um, I'm sure you've had times when you were going through a rough patch and there was a song that you would listen to over and over again. And it will just be on repeats. And it kept you going. So, do you take your music that seriously? Because you should. As an artist, a singer-songwriter, you have an invaluable, powerful tool in your hands. Do you know what you hold in your hands? Do you know what you hold in your hands honestly honestly what a gift what what a responsibility that your story your story written in song your prayer written in song, your testimony written in song could change the trajectory of someone's life, could save a life. I want you to begin to look at the gift in your hands differently. I want you to value it. I want you to look at it through the eyes of someone that had their life changed through your music.
would you do anything differently? Would you do anything differently if you knew that your music could save lives? Would you do anything differently? Would you pray more? Would you post more? Would you sing more? Would you, what would you do differently? I'm actually talking to myself as well because I know there's more I can do. I know there's more I can do. So, I want you to take this away tonight's journal and then leave a comment about if this blessed you or not. If you can think of someone who needed to hear this, can you tag them or send this to them? And I want you to know that you are valued. You can touch lives. You can save lives. You have so much potential in your hands. I hope you had a good day. I had a lovely day. I'm still at my speaker training with amazing businessmen and women who are here to learn how to grow their business. It's been amazing. I am absolutely excited about the possibilities. What can happen? I am, hi Karen, um, networking, getting to know people, hoping to work with people in the future and even coming up with new, new ways to bring in income. <laughs> Um, do you know, I love that scripture that says God gives us power to make wealth. Mm, 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 mm. So <laughs> when you get a new strategy on how to make more wealth for you, for yourself, for your family and for the kingdom, who do you think that's coming from? Comment below, comment below. Who do you think that's coming from? <laughs> All right. I just wanted to come on today just to do my weekly um, Thursday mentoring um, session. And I thought I was going to share a story because um, um, I had an interesting weekend at work and it just got me thinking that life can be so unpredictable. Um so yeah, I was working um, the night shifts this the weekend just gone by, and I remember seeing a patient um, talking to her. She came in with some breathing problems. Um, she had started to be treated. She was responding okay. Chatting to her mom, we're even bonding over like our kids and <laughs> sort of breathing difficulties that they both have and things like that. And as the morning went on, she fell asleep but then we noticed that she wasn't responding the way she should we were keeping an eye on it and then the morning team came and we organized had to have more investigations um so all of that was happening but she was stable and her mom was also a 
a medical professional so she sort of knew when she should worry when she should wait you know so I had gone to hand over to the day team and we were talking and there were a couple of sick ones on the ward so I was sort of going back and forth to make sure the kids were all right and then the nurse in charge just came over to us and said Avi I need you in the room right now so I went to the room um, and I knew what room when he mentioned what room it was I knew the patient so I told the team okay this is one of the patients I'm worried about so I went in, we were going to give some nebs to help her breathe better. And in the middle of all of that, she just kept getting worse and worse and worse, really struggling to breathe. And we had to put out a resuscitation call. And when that happens, lots of people just descend on the patient. It can be quite scary for the patient and for the parents. Um, but when you're really worried about a patient, that's what you need. That's the best thing to do. So we got lots of people just start, start to arrive, start to arrive. And I'd already told the day team and the consultants what was going on. So they sort of knew. So lots of people were coming. And, and then she was like, um, the ninth team can go home. I was like, are you sure you don't want me to, to be around to handle her? And she was like, no, it's fine. Go home. Um, and honestly, it just took me by surprise <laughs> when I came at night, when I came back for the next shift, the day people kept saying, are you all right? Because <laughs> you went off at a very tricky period. We hope you were able to, re I was like, I know that I did all that I could, um, but life can just be so unpredictable. You know, you come in with a symptom and before you know, you know, your child is literally just getting worse right in front of you. And that can happen to anyone, how unpredictable life is. And I just thought that it was a, a mixed bag, right? That we are, are the ones that see that and we are the ones that have to step in to save the life of patients that we see when that happens. Um, and, that, and how that thankfully a lot of the times we are successful. So this patient um, had to go to PQ. Um, last I heard she was in PQ. I've not been at work all week. But essentially, what a shock to to the parents, you know, having to see something like that. Um, but then it also got us. It also got me thinking that actually, I don't only save lives as a doctor. You know, that can be quite dramatic at work and, and we see that often. But actually, there are times when people have come to the very end of their tether and it's your music that saves them. I've heard stories, I've heard stories where People said they were going to take their life. They heard a song and that saved them. I heard a story of um, a speaker. He's a Christian. <laughs> He's a Christian. He's American. And he put on a training event um, online to teach about speaking. And it was just amazing because he, he was marketing to everyone, Christian or no Christian. But then he would be like, say thank you, God, in the chat. 
<laughs> he was just like oh it was so funny he was like almost preaching while while he was doing his um, training but he he said a story that really stuck with me he had been invited to speak and it was for free he'd been invited to speak in this school because <laughs> the teachers had said you know what we've heard you speak we know that you can inspire students to be the best they can we really want you to speak at our school we don't really have the money right now but we can pay installmentally um, out of our own pocket so like three teachers had come to him and said they will take out of their own salary and pay him installmentally over the next several months and I was like wow okay do you know what I'm gonna gift you I'm just gonna come and speak for free you keep your money I know you're underpaid and under you know overworked underpaid and he did it and he said at the end of his talk there was a girl who was crying uncontrollably and they had come to him to say that someone wants to see you um she wants to have a word but this girl was the one who wanted to see him and she was in tears like flood of tears couldn't stop crying and they waited they waited, they waited for her to, to calm herself <laughs> and she eventually stopped and was able to talk and she said she had been going out of school to take her own life um a close friend of hers had passed away and this was someone who she was relying on a lot and she had come to the end of a tether she was leaving school to take her own life but a teacher caught her leaving and brought her to the meeting and she started to say to him that you saved my life hearing what he said literally saved my life um and she was echoing some of the things she said back to him she was inspired she was fired up and he was like wow <laughs> he said that was actually a turning point for him because he went home and told his wife that he he, he taught um, he was being pulled into doing speaking full-time and he should quit his day job <laughs> yeah he was a little bit worried about what his wife will say but she agreed um, but what a story what a story and I've heard um, I'm sure you've had times when you were going through a rough patch and there was a song that you would listen to over and over again and it will just be on repeats and it kept you going so do you take your music that seriously because you should as an artist a singer-songwriter you have an invaluable powerful tool in your hands do you know what you hold in your hands? Do you know what you hold in your hands? Honestly. Honestly. What a gift. What what 
a responsibility that your story your story written in song your prayer written in song your testimony written in song could change the trajectory of someone's life could save a life I want you to begin to look at the gift in your hands differently I want you to value it I want you to look at it through the eyes of someone that had their life changed through your music. Would you do anything differently? Would you do anything differently if you knew that your music could save lives? Would you do anything differently? Would you pray more? Would you post more? Would you sing more? Would you, what would you do differently? I'm actually talking to myself as well because I know there's more I can do. I know there's more I can do. So, I want you to take this away tonight's journal and then leave a comment about if this blessed you or not. If you can think of someone who needed to hear this, can you tag them or send this to them? And I want you to know that you are valued. You can touch lives. You can save lives. You have so much potential in your hands. Thanks for listening to the Fulfilled Musicpreneur podcast. Make sure to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Also, if you haven't, download a free copy of AB's ebook, Seven Days to Living Fearless, by clicking the link below. See you next time for another episode of the Fulfilled Musicpreneur Podcast.